and welcome to What It Is I, Chelsea Harfouche, coming at you solo today. It's going to be a different one. Got to be real with you. If you're not following along on social media, you might not have seen, but over the weekend, Ellie's cat Cheeseball went missing and Ellie went into, let's see, I don't want to overstate this. Uh, a spiraling nightmare space (laughs) and so you know we talked about it a little bit I really didn't want to push her about the podcast but uh, ultimately I was like hey don't worry about it I can take this one for the team so I figured you know I could try to like really last minute find somebody to be on the show or I could just do something weird and take over this opportunity to have a weird Chelsea time with you guys. So this one is even more off the rails than usual, and I hope you'll stick around. The way that we're going to do this is I put out something on social media, and we're going to get into that and do a fun kind of ranking chat game. And then at the end, I have a little secret mission for you guys, for Ellie. So let's get into it. Okay, so I put out on my Twitter and my Instagram a call for this question, which is a question that I love to ask all my friends or people who have the unfortunate luck to have to come be at a party with me, which is somebody comes up to you and they're like an angel or like the guy from The Matrix who's in the house not the house, the guy from the matrix who's like in the big white room. And he's like, okay, one conspiracy theory that you've heard of in your lifetime is true. Just one of them. And if you guess correctly the first time, then I'll tell you. But if you guess incorrectly, then I'll just say you're wrong and you don't get another chance. What are you guessing? So like the idea is like, if you found out that one conspiracy theory is true, which one do you most likely think is true that you'd be willing to spend this guess on? So I posed this online and I got a bunch of responses. Honestly, more responses than I was I was expecting. So I, I wrote them all down. I narrowed them down. Some of them, you know, obviously were like different takes on kind of the same conspiracy theory. Some of them were not conspiracy theories and we'll get into that a little bit. And then if also if you don't hear yours... It's because I went down such a rabbit hole looking it up that uh, I'm actually going to probably save it for a future what topic. So please don't freak out if you don't hear your conspiracy theory on here. But I've I've shortened it down to a list that will like actually work for this episode. And we're going to take like a quick tour through all the conspiracy theories that people think might be real. And then just because it's me and it's my takeover and Ali's not here to stop me, we're going to talk about them in my ranking from what I least think is probably true to the conspiracy theory that is my answer when I ask myself or get asked this question. So here we go. Okay. First off... (laughs) Honorable mention goes to the person who suggested that Finland doesn't exist. Uh, I looked this up and apparently it was started by somebody on Reddit who does not believe their own conspiracy theory. Like they started it as more of a social experiment and not an actual belief. But I had to give it bonus points because the sheer audacity is powerful. 
And then also they titled their kind of like Reddit thesis, The Truth is Finly Veiled. And that's just like a masterful wet topic title. So that one gets an honorable mention. Uh, another honorable mention goes to MK Ultra, which is not a conspiracy theory because it actually had like they they released like the documents. The government acknowledges that MK Ultra was a project that they did. It was not successful. So unless you person who suggested this are meaning to say that the conspiracy theory is that it was actually successful, then I'd put it dead last in terms of what I think is probably true because the government can't even get it together to like handle basic stuff like healthcare in a pandemic. I don't think that they're sophisticated enough to figure out like teleportation and mind control. Which brings me to my major tenets for conspiracy theory, like belief or disbelief, which we've talked about a little bit on this podcast before, but I think it's it's good to revisit them as we go through these rankings. The first one is, is that it's really difficult for lots of people to keep a secret, right? And the obvious response to that is, well, it's not a secret because we know about it. So obviously the secret got out, so that doesn't apply in this case. But I think it's always something that's good to apply to a conspiracy theory because... For example, MK Ultra, you could say, oh, well, it's not a secret because they let us know just enough about it, or it's not a secret because I've heard this or that, so the secret got out. But we haven't heard of mind control or teleportation or, you know, uh, psionic weapons attached to any other sort of like major world events. Like, you don't hear, oh, Boris Johnson got COVID, but actually it was an MK Ultra psionic weapon. So like that's the kind of like secret keeping that I guess I'm kind of talking about. But again, all this stuff is subjective and something that you might think is obviously an open secret. I might debunk and that's like the beauty of conspiracy theories as a fun conversation topic. So the second tenet is that I think that we as human beings have a desire to balance out, and I'm pretty sure I've talked about this on the podcast before, to balance out like a major occurrence or a major shift with an equal level of like causation. So it's, I think it's difficult for us to comprehend or conceptualize something of having a major impact on our life or a major impact on the world being caused by something that's like relatively mundane or small. I think one really good example of this is uh, it drives me absolutely up the wall when I see parents like getting into a panic, like general sort of population, middle America, middle class parents getting into an absolute like moral panic that their child is going to be trafficked. Like this idea that like child trafficking is just happening everywhere all the time. Uh, you're wrong about the podcast. They did something about this recently. And they were talking about how child trafficking is actually not that common. And I would even take it a step further and say, like, when you really dig into the data about it, child trafficking, when it happens, like the data that we do have, it overwhelmingly happens to children who are already socially vulnerable. So like children who are uh, living below the poverty line, children who are dealing with substance abuse, either in their family or with themselves, children who have already been exploited. But that's not as interesting, right? Like, that is almost like the causation is so clear, it's almost boring in a, a really sad, depressing way. So it's much more, I don't know, I guess like exciting or frightening or uh, emotionally engaging for like, like suburban parents to think that little Lakin is just like constantly in danger of being napped. Anyway, I'm just like, I'm like, think about it. Like it's, it's not, 
That's not what's happening. But anyway, I think that comes up a lot with conspiracy theories. I think conspiracy theories can really grow in a space where something bad is happening and you want there to be an equal reason why this bad thing would happen. And sometimes it's just not there. So let's get on to the list. (laughs) Coming in last, even though I enjoy it so much, is uh, the idea that birds are extinct and now drones run by the government to spy on us. Uh, It's super fun. I don't believe it because there's this TikTok account that I follow of this woman that works in a sanctuary where they rescue birds of prey. So it's all like falcons and bald eagles and stuff. And there's a bald eagle on there and he's very dumb and kind of goofy. And I feel like if the government, you know, replaced all the birds with drones, they would have made the bald eagle like, like, you know, really fucking chatted out. So I feel like that's a really good example. Like, I feel like that's concrete proof that that bird is real and thus birds are not extinct. Ergo, birds are not drones. Next one. And I really liked this one. And it's like a real like X-Files situation. I want to believe. But the math doesn't work amongst other things, which is that Katy Perry is JonBenet Ramsey. I guess I can kind of see it in the face. But JonBenet Ramsey... I think is the same, or sorry, R.I.P. Angel. Uh, Jean Benet Ramsey would be the same age as me if she were alive, and Katy Perry is definitely older than me, and I and I think it's by enough of a margin that that math doesn't work. Like especially because when you're a child, like the difference between I don't know, like thirty and thirty-seven is not as big of a difference, but the difference between like five and eleven is massive. So. I don't think that one's happening. And I, like, I barely remember it. But again, kind of in that, like, we were talking about, like, the sort of stranger danger. Like, my mom, sorry, mom, if you're listening, was definitely a mom who was like, you are, you are going to get kidnapped. Like, it's it's not a matter of, like, if, it's when. <laughs> like, you need to be, like, constantly vigilant because somebody's going to nap you. Uh, so that's why I remember JonBenet Ramsey from when I was a very small child. So again, like, I know that we're not being, like, all lie to about when JonBenet Ramsey happened. It definitely happened when I was like four or five and Katy Perry would have been like 11. So Katy Perry, I don't think is JonBenet Ramsey. Next up, JFK assassination. This is one that I've looked into a lot. There are, I don't know, a trillion and one YouTube videos of the Zapruder film just slowed down frame by frame and enhanced. And there was a time that I really wanted to believe that this was like some conspiracy. And this was actually one of the most popular submissions that I got was JFK. There were different variations of it, of like, you know, RFK had him killed. I'm like, no, they were both kind of, you know, bending socialist. That the FBI had them killed. Um, Maybe, I don't know, Hoover was a freak. That... LBJ had him killed. That one seems a little bit out of left field for me. Again, I like I think in all the evidence that I've looked at in this personally, it still just seems most likely that there was a soul shooter, that he was a misguided person, that he was lonely and socially isolated, and then he made a really, really bad decision. And it sucks because, you know, if JFK had not been assassinated, then maybe RFK wouldn't have been assassinated because he would have been running for president until later. RFK, his brother, was a really passionate civil rights activist who pushed uh, John F. Kennedy into a lot of the civil rights legislation that he did in his lifetime. So who's, who knows? Like, I guess I'm kind of like betraying my own feelings about it, but 
I, I'm a much bigger RFK stan than I ever was a JFK stan. And I do wonder, like, how those two events interact with each other and if, like, there's a situation in which we could have saved RFK from being assassinated because I think that would have been a net good for the country. So, but no, I, I think that one's probably not true. I think it probably was just a soul shooter. Okay, this next one I had actually never heard of before. So thank you so much to the person who suggested it because I looked it up. I think it's really fun. Uh, and it's the conspiracy theory around Polybius. And if you're not familiar with the conspiracy theory around Polybius, it's this idea that there was a 80s arcade cabinet style game in just certain parts of the country in the early 80s, I think like kind of around Oregon, This game that this game was put there by the government to, I don't know, I guess study people getting addicted to games or like study game theory, uh, collect a bunch of data. The kind of reasons why obviously vary. The evidence for this is that there's like a lot of like collective memory around this game, but there's the game has just like disappeared. Like there's no, you can't find this game anywhere. You can't find reference to it anywhere. There's no like data dumps on it from, you know, retro games in the eighties. So I think this one really kind of sprouted up almost like Mandela effect of everybody remembers this game, but now we can't find it. And apparently there is some credibility to, you know, there are some documents that have come to light in like FOIA retrievals where Maybe the government did do some like kind of game theory type stuff with people. Obviously, also, there was a lot of moral panic around video games in the 80s. So this one is starting to like, this is where we're starting to see a turning point of like, okay, maybe this one is possible. I'm not, I'm definitely not ruling this one out. Okay, next one, Area 51. A lot of people said Area 51. And I, this one is almost MK Ultra because Area 51 is a real place. Like you can... Drive, you can't go to Area 51, but you can drive down that road and see the signs. And, you know, they've released a bunch of documents, even as recently, like as in the last few years, talking about what they do at Area 51. You know, the government is as open as they're going to be about how Area 51 is a place where they work on experimental aircraft and experimental technology. So it's definitely... So in that way, I'm like, well, yeah, I mean, like, again, like, I don't know what you're asking, like... Is it real? Yeah, it's real. Are they probably doing some weird stuff there? They're at the very least trying. It's like that is the point of, that is the stated purpose of the place. The reason that I think they're probably not doing anything absolutely incredible that would like blow your mind is because again, I don't think people are that good at keeping secrets and also like whistleblowers have been coming out about a lot of stuff about the government in the last 10 years or so. So if they really had like a fully functional like alien craft or alien carcass I think we would have seen it but that's not to say that you know they don't have things there that we don't yet know about so in like the most basic level of like are there things in area 51 that are like conspiracy worthy yeah I think probably I just think that it might be like slightly more mundane than maybe what some people are imagining but that leads me to my next one which you will notice is above area 51 which is aliens and like, duh, there are almost certainly aliens. And this goes back to like 10th grade biochemistry. So give me just one minute. Archive. So if you guys can remember back to high school chemistry, or maybe you're in high school, in which case, like, good on you for like spending your time listening to a podcast where adults sort of talk about something they kind of understand. But and you have elements, right? Period. You have elements. And each element has 
a certain amount of electrons. Ooh, this is sad. Electrons that then can connect with other electrons, and that's how they make bonds. Oh my god. Somebody's I you know what? I'm leaving it in because somebody can dunk on me. They have they form covalent bonds with other elements. And that's how you get these compound elements that are the building blocks of everything in the universe. So like H2O is, you know, an oxygen atom with two hydrogen atoms and they connect. And the reason why you can make water that way is because oxygen has two empty spaces. Yes, because oxygen has six full spaces and two empty spaces to connect with something. So it can connect with two things. Carbon, this is where it all comes together. Carbon is one of the only elements in the universe that has four empty spots, which is a lot. Um, and so therefore it can connect with up to four different things at once, which means that if you are a carbon-based life force, which we are, you can be like almost uh, exponentially diverse. Because unlike oxygen, for example, which can only connect to two different things, up to two different things at any one time, carbon connects up to four. So all of that is to say carbon is incredibly abundant in the universe. Carbon is, is like custom designed to be diverse. There's a billion and billion, billion infinite space in space. Just mathematically, there's no reason to think that there's not other life in the universe. So that's why I think that aliens are real. Uh, having said that, as I've said on this podcast before, I absolutely do not want to meet one. I don't want to see it. I don't want to know about it. I don't look this up on purpose because I find it deeply terrifying on an existential level. And I don't want to talk about it. But I've said what I said. Moving on. Bush did 9-11. Yeah, duh. Of course he did. This one I ranked really highly because while I don't think that like the United States government coordinated 9-11... So if you're listening, FBI, like, I don't think that. Um, I believe, like, again, like, documents have already come out. That's the problem. There's too much news in the news. So it's hard to always remember what has already been proven. But I'm pretty sure there's already been documents that have basically said that, like, the U.S. government had, like, advance warning and they didn't take it seriously enough. That goes back to, like, a very long and complex history between the United States and the Gulf region and the CIA working really hard to destabilize uh, countries that they thought might pose a threat to the United States' economic might, all of which is very well documented. So do I think Bush did 9-11 in the sense that he was the figurehead that represented an administration that had limited desire to prevent something like 9-11? Yes. Do I think that Bush, like, had a little red button in his office where he was just like, it's 9-11 time and clicked the button. No, but I did rank it highly because, um, you know, I feel like Bush is having like a weird, sad old grandpa social renaissance just because Trump is so awful. But like, let's remember that guy sucked. He did a lot of really bad things, uh, both through like incompetence and, you know, what I would, I think is malice. I think there are a lot of people in my generation or people who are slightly older than me who are dead now because they, you know, had to go over to Iraq for no fucking reason. So he's a bad guy and we shouldn't laugh at his paintings, even though his paintings are funny. Moving on, we're at the final two. You almost don't have to listen to this anymore. 
Can you believe it? I'm so proud of us. Uh, Princess Diana was murdered. This one's like, this one's top two for a reason. I really think it's very possible that she was murdered. There, There's actually motive for this, right? Like, she was speaking out against the royal family. She had already stated publicly that she thought her life was in danger. We now know that her former close family member was hanging out with Jeffrey Epstein, which seems like something that Princess Diana, lifelong activist for children, would not be cool with. Her former husband, who was who is still in line to be king, wanted to get remarried, but she was still alive and incredibly popular. Like, there's there are a lot of reasons that a lot of people would have wanted her dead specifically, not just out of the picture, but, like, dead. And then also there's the fact that there was another car in the tunnel that they've never found. And that the trajectory of how they spun out and hit that column implies that there could have been another car that, you know, partially cause that accident so again like this is one that i think you could also make a really strong argument the other way which is just that it was like a really profound moment it felt like a loss of innocence for a lot of people she seemed to be a very good person who was doing a lot of good in the world and it's really sad that she died so young so maybe we're just reaching for something that feels like an equal level of meaning or causation to outweigh this effect but i do stand by the fact that like unlike some of these other things you can see some very, very specific reasons for why some people might have wanted Princess Diana dead. So that's all I'm going to say about that. And then number one, this is the conspiracy theory that I'm going to be real with you guys, I think is maybe true. I'm not saying I think it is true. It is maybe more likely not true. But if I had one guess, this might be what I blew my guess on, which is that I think that the moon landing was faked. Uh I'm so glad Ellie's not here to talk about this with me so she can't make fun of me. But this again, like it's about sort of like all of these kind of contextualizing factors. We were in a space race with Russia. Uh, The space race had become symbolic of a larger post-war ideological battle that would then become the Cold War, right? Which is like literally it was like there were two superpowers in the world in the vacuum post-World War II the United States and Russia had entirely opposing ideologies about how human beings should like live in a society and how government should function. We already know they were doing a bunch of nightmarish shit to each other and to themselves in the name of beating the other country. And Russia was winning the space race at that point because they, they beat us putting somebody into space. So we were already on the back foot. And then also, like, how does it, how does a flag wave in space? There's no air. I'm just saying. Anyway, I think that maybe the moon landing, like, it, if someone told me that the moon landing was fake, like, if that came out on Twitter tomorrow, I would not be surprised, is all I'm saying. Because, like, it seems like something that we would do in order to win, and we could justify it to ourselves by being like, well, we gotta beat communism. So, just think about that. Anyway, I hope that you guys enjoy this. Obviously, it's all in good fun. This is, you know, just like all of our other what topics. I'm not an expert. I'm just a conspiracy theory enthusiast. If you contributed a conspiracy theory, I really appreciate you. If not, I think we're going to have more opportunities for people to suggest ideas like this. Also, if you didn't hear your conspiracy theory, probably because I'm saving it. So thank you so much for listening and hanging out with this. Now, let's talk about our secret mission, which I'll be honest with you at first, the idea was that 
I was going to have you guys do something really sweet for Ellie to try to cheer her up because she's been so upset about cheese ball, which is totally understandable because, I mean, I've had cats my whole life. I've had indoor cats as well as, like, indoor-outdoor cat. I've had indoor cats who have gotten outside. It's always stressful, even if you know intellectually that, like, they'll probably come home because most cats are territorial and they would they would rather return home if, they, if they're able. You know, it's just so scary in the moment. So I was going to have you guys do that, but actually... Right before I recorded this, I got some text from Ellie that Cheese Ball did come home. So probably by the time you're listening to this, you already know that Cheese Ball is home, which is great. She was underneath a deck looking absolutely mad as hell and just completely wild, which is also her energy in general. And she scratched the shit out of Miles and Ellie. So I think that maybe now instead we should all... I don't want to prank Ellie in a mean way. We could prank Ellie and be like, OMG, I cannot believe what happened on what. Hopefully you guys enjoyed this episode, but I think no matter how you feel about this episode, I think it would be fun if we all sent some like kind of confusingly hyperbolic messages and I'll leave it to you what you want that message to say. But I'm thinking kind of like in the vein of those Twitter threads that go viral where it's like everybody's quote tweeting somebody else and being like, wow, can't believe she said that. And then you click into the next one, and then it's like, I would have never done this. And you click into the next one, and then you realize that, like, actually there was never... It doesn't lead anywhere. It's just turtles all the way down. So let's have a little fun, just you and me, <laughs> and have, like, bring a little bit of levity to what has been a really hard couple days for Ellie. And I hope you enjoyed this really weird episode of What. I appreciate you sticking around. I'm Chelsea Harfouche. My co-host who is not here is Ellie Main. You can find this podcast at WhatPod on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, Patreon. You can go to our website, which is thosetwogirls.club. You can see merch. You can see a weird, like, secret page that I programmed into the website to mess with Ellie, which you can see is now kind of a theme. And I hope that you subscribe. I hope that if you liked this episode or if you like this podcast in general, you give it a thumbs up because it really helps us. Try to build up that algorithm. I know because I also make podcasts for my job when I'm not doing this. And yeah. And maybe, I don't know, keep it loose. Keep it tight. Say your prayers at night.